Welcome back to Market on Close. It's time to welcome in Charlie Jardine, founder and CEO of EO Charging. I'm so glad you're with us, Charlie. Thanks for being with us. We spoke back in August when the company announced plans to go public. You're now getting closer and closer. You expect this SPAC merger to really be done in the first quarter of 2022. Tell us more about your plans here. Yeah, good to see you again. So, uh, yeah, yesterday we announced that we appointed two leaders to expand the business into the U.S., Tim Weaver and Austin Hausman. Uh, so, guys, both those guys have been uh, in the industry for, for 10 years each, so uh, a huge amount of experience. Both come out of uh, auto OEMs, uh, both in the EV space. So, again, they bring a, a huge amount of experience, particularly in the, in the fleet space. So, yeah, look, the, the business is going well. Uh, we're we're uh, awaiting the, the, the DSPAC, again, to your point, should be done by the start of next year, Q1. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're just really excited about how the market's picked up in the last few months. Of course, there's been huge announcements from both sides of the pond, both in Europe and here in the US. And uh, yeah, EO's uh, at the forefront and center of this opportunity. We talk about the infrastructure bill so much uh, over the last month or so, and EV charging is in there uh, right in your wheelhouse. Tell us about what, I mean, you must be bursting with excitement. There, there must be really um, aggressive plans for growth, right? And considering now you have the administration on board and maybe the world, we were talking earlier what a small portion of EV cars we have here versus maybe 50% of cars will be EVs in the next decade. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, obviously, we're, we're a business founded in Europe. Europe's probably two to three years ahead of where the U.S. market is. But clearly, uh, again, with recent announcements, uh, the U.S. is, is starting to, to think about catching up. And so, yeah, from, a, from an EO perspective, yeah, we're focused on charging vans, trucks and buses and depots. And, and across Europe, you've had a number of announcements uh, through, throughout COP this, this, this past couple of weeks focused on encouraging, uh, uh, but also forcing uh, fleets and, and operators to electrify. And you've got places like London making bold commitments, and um, particularly on the bus space. So again, yeah, EO, EO is at the, the front and center of the opportunity. And we think that fleet, uh, you know, being, being our focus is probably the most exciting part of, of, of the marketplace. Is that how you'll differentiate yourself from competitors because while you you will work with electrifying cars you have this focus into the larger vehicles such as trucks vans bus fleets is that how you'll differentiate yourself from the competition yeah that's right so eo is the market leader in fleet charging here in europe and uh yeah look, we provide the hardware the software the installation the ongoing service and maintenance and we provide that one-stop shop to these fleet operators. Of course, you've got a significant challenge in the next 10 to 15 years as they move their fleets from once petrol diesel to, uh, in the future, fully electric. And, and of course, that's you know, two, two big challenges. One is, how do you alter the operation to accommodate these, these vehicles? And then secondly, of course, how, how do you charge them? Um, and it's, it's a huge amount of infrastructure that's required uh, of course, that is a, a massive capex cycle for these businesses. So, EO is a partner to them. We hold their hands from the first electric vehicle through to the the, the last electric vehicle, 
and of course all the infrastructure within that. Um, and what's really important to these operators is just reliability. You know, this is now mission critical infrastructure and they're relying on mm -hmm. companies such as EO Charging to provide reliable turnkey solutions that support their operations yeah. day to day. Have you worked mostly in California here in this foray into the United States? I know that you did some trial projects there as I guess you're really working to do this coast to coast. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the, the market opportunity in the U.S. is, is it spans the whole country. I mean, our ambition, our plans are, yeah, again, European based. We've got customers like Amazon, DHL, Go Ahead, which is London's largest bus operator. Tesco, the, the UK's largest food retailer. A lot of these businesses are, are both in Europe and also over in, in the US. And of course, our initial aspiration is to follow the customer. And so that's exactly what we're doing. Right. And what about any hurdles? I mean, just getting the power to where you would like to put the charging stations, I think that could be something that could be a near-term hurdle, right? Yeah, I think, of course, you know, there, there's challenges around deploying that amount of infrastructure and that amount of power in these, the, in these sites. I think for us, you know, the biggest concern is around vehicle availability. It's a, it's a very different uh, place to where we have been historically. You've got operators wanting vehicles and it's no longer a, a supply uh, or a sales problem. It's now a supply problem. So I think, you know, the first challenge is getting vehicles to the market at scale. It's clear that operators want these vehicles. The, the, the total cost of ownership for operating an electric vehicle fleet over a, a petrol diesel fleet, particularly here in Europe, is, is actually more compelling. So again, you know, whilst yes, the infrastructure and the power is, is a challenge, of course, um, we think the, uh, the supply of vehicles is probably the first place to, to start. Right, what are your colleagues in Europe and you don't have to comment on this. I mean, I'm sure they see the trend as popular of EVs, but what do they say about how many different names there are and the, and the crazy interest people have had in Rivian that came on the heels of Lucid and Tesla and Neo and Xpeng and you have Ford and GM and BMWs, everybody in this EV market, but some real euphoria surrounding some of the newer names. What, what are some of the things that people are saying in Europe about now Americans getting a taste of all of this. Yeah, I think look, it's, it's only good for the market. The more vehicles that are sold, the more opportunity there are or is for companies such as us. You know, customers need choice. Uh, and, and actually these startup companies, they're often putting a lot of pressure on the original uh, historic automakers. And actually that, that's a good thing. You know, uh, the technology's moved a long way in the past few years. It's, it's got a bit of a way to go, but actually, uh, you know, uh, from a, a consumer's point of view or from a fleet's point of view, the technology is, is in a really good place. Um, you know, range is no longer an issue. Uh, price is, is, is forever decreasing. So it's, it's really right. compelling. And again, you know, it's, it's just more exciting to see that some of these, these startup companies are really pushing the needle. Good. Well, I'm excited for your first quarter of 2022. And I know you've uh, chosen this route to become public next year. I hope you'll come back, Charlie Jardine, and give us some updates about the exciting times and, and growth of the company. Thank you so much, Charlie Jardine. Right. Thank you for having me. Founder, CEO of EO Charging. Thank you.